Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green. Today, I have the good fortune to be joined by Dan Silviero of Signature Lacrosse. I don't want to steal any of his thunder by telling you his story because I want you to hear it from him Dan, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thank you for having me. Really appreciate it. Absolutely. So let's go back in time a little bit. How did Signature Lacrosse get started? Actually, uh, Signature Lacrosse, I started in 2016 when I was playing uh, Division One Lacrosse up at St. John's in Queens, New York. And uh, since launching in 2016, we've built multiple patented problem-solving products for the sport. And that helped us to get to over 10 mil in sales. Um, and then at the end of 2020, we actually created Signature Athletics. And Signature Athletics is the parent company of Signature Lacrosse. Signature Athletics is a sports apparel and technology brand that's changing the way players get their gear and what they expect out of their gear by transforming the traditional bulk order process to an on-demand model. Yeah, through the journey, we were able to uh, identify a real hole in the market, the broader sports market. And that's what prompted us to go from focusing, focusing on lacrosse to really focusing on this technology play. All right. So you tell us a little bit about how you started the company in your dorm room. Yeah, I think uh, back when I was really getting it started, um, I don't think I really knew what I was building. I think it was just uh, all lacrosse balls were the same and wanted to make a better ball and really enjoyed the process of problem solving and just creating that opportunity out of thin air, Um, networking with people from all over the world and finding the right supplier and then finding the right um, product development gentleman to help us come up with the formula and the manufacturing process that would really improve the quality. Um, And then just really fell in love with business from there. And how did you, obviously selling 10 million lacrosse balls is one heck of an accomplishment. How did you get, how did you market it? How did you get the word out? Yeah, so um, I had actually uh, been recruited by a few different uh, universities and, uh, I called them all back and said, no, I'm not looking to, uh, to transfer to your school, but you should buy these balls. 
and they all thought it was hilarious. And thankfully, the lacrosse community is incredibly supportive of one another. And um, we were really able to get some some good traction fast. It was also a brand new play in the market. Um, so it created an entirely new category. Premium lacrosse balls didn't exist. So this was a natural evolution for the category. What was wrong with the traditional lacrosse ball? Uh, yeah, so we... we I relate it to tennis. If you could imagine playing tennis with uh, balls that are old that don't really have any life left in them, um, it's just a different experience than playing with ones that you just cracked out of the can. Um, it's similar in lacrosse. So the ball goes bad after about two weeks and we really wanted to improve that. Okay. And then what were some of the principles you learned playing division one lacrosse that you applied to business? Work ethic. Um, is, is a big one. Uh, just being able to really burn the candle on both ends. Um, and then I was fortunate to have some really, really great coaches that uh, cared more about developing character than, than winning, which sometimes you get the opposite. And um, some things that just really stick out, always being humble. Um, regardless win or loss, we, we say it all the time, lose like a winner, win like a winner. Um, and that means just after every play, after every day, just looking back and saying, what could I, what could I do to be, to be better? Whether it was an awesome day and you won or whether it was a not so awesome day and there were opportunities to do it a bit better the next day. Um, and just always building on that. Awesome. And then what inspired you to branch out to other products? Yeah, we, we really took a look uh, at what's our core competency. And I think as you go through the entrepreneurial life cycle, you, you get great mentors and advisors. And I think it's pretty common that the first, the first kind of product that you make and launch and you see some success with, um, the natural evolution is like, okay, well, what's next? And when we took a look internally and we said, what are we really good at? Um, we identify problems in the market and we solve them. And so um, I didn't know anything about rubber injection, uh, rubber compression molding, rubber injection molding. I didn't know anything about rubber composition, the chemistry. Um, but I knew I wanted to make a better ball because I knew that was a hole in the market. And so... Um, we just took a step back and I've always coached lacrosse as well. And so we're very intimate with what are the problems lacrosse players and programs are having. And we just looked at our client base and we said, okay, what's another problem that, that these, that our clients are having. And our vision is really to make sports more accessible and give more kids the opportunity that we are fortunate enough to have through sports growing up. And so I coach eight and nine-year-olds. A lot of times it's the first year these kids are playing the sport. And if you imagine trying to learn tennis with a racket that had loose strings, um, that's pretty much the experience uh, that the big manufacturers were giving to first-year players. And so um, we look to solve that with our complete line of pro-strung lacrosse sticks. And so they all come game ready right off the shelf. You don't have to really tweak them. Um, and a first year player could pick it up and play with it or a division one player could pick it up and play with it. 
And so then we looked at goals. Um, stringing a net to a goal frame takes two hours. We created a quick connect. You screw it in, takes five minutes. Um, so just simple problem solving products. And then we took a step back and we said, all right, well, what's a bigger problem that we could solve in the broader sports market? And ordering uniforms and fan gear for your program uh, as a program director sucks. It, it's terrible for the program director. It's terrible for the parents, terrible for the player. And so we created uh, a solution to that problem. And we're leveraging that to really build the signature athleisure uh, brand, the signature athletics brand within the athleisure space. So you mentioned burning the candle at both ends. You built a company with your friends and your significant other. Talk a little bit about work-life balance. Yeah, uh, we actually, me and my wife talk about it a lot. So she runs a separate company um, that I founded uh, that, that does youth programs and, uh, and a travel program. So she's, she's actually running a separate company. Um, and we realized pretty early on that she's an incredible woman, uh, very, very independent, super smart. Um, and she needed her own kingdom to, to run and she's done an incredible job. She's created so many opportunities for kids here in the local uh, Florida market that I don't think these kids would have had if it weren't for her dedication. Um, so work-life balance, uh, as far as that goes, because she does youth programs and travel programs, practices are in the evenings and tournaments are on the weekends. And we work more than the average nine to five during the day. So we really have, uh, we carve out intentional time in the mornings. We do our workouts together. That's quality time that we get. We don't talk about work. We just talk about each other. Sunday mornings, we do breakfast together. And then Friday nights, date night, which is a sacred holiday in our household. That is awesome. Talk a little bit about your experience raising capital. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Um, it really comes down to having the right team, having the right value prop, and then having the data and the proof of concept to back uh, what you're pitching. Um, and I think if you have those things, then you're in a spot where you can go raise money. Um, whether you will or won't, it then comes down to how many doors you knock on and, and finding the right people and the right kinds of investors that match where you're trying to go with business and can add more value than just putting in capital. And I think we've been really fortunate to, to have that. We are, we're raising our second round right now. It's a $2 million round. We're a, just under 50% subscribed on the round. And um, yeah, we're looking for a couple more good investors to join the team. Um, but I think we'll, we'll end up closing the round middle or end of quarter three. You've had so much success in such a short period of time. What's your biggest challenge now? Well, I appreciate that. Um, I don't know that we've had so much success, uh, but we've definitely had a lot of, um, we put a lot of hours into it. I've been at this now for five years and it feels like 15 years because we're, we're putting in hundred hour weeks. Um, but um, I'd say the biggest challenge now is uh, 
there's an evolution when you go from a 10 person team to a 25, 50, 100 person team. And that evolution um, as a leader is, is challenging. It's, it's, uh, it's like growing out of your shell. Um, so that's been a lot of fun. I think, you know, biggest challenge is also biggest opportunity. Um, and I think that's probably, that's probably the one that I'm most focused on. Your passion is obvious. What do you like best about what you're doing? The people I'm doing it with. They're amazing. If you could go back in time five years ago and give yourself advice, knowing what you know now, what would you tell yourself? I was pretty fortunate to have some great mentors um, and they really coached me through like what you're managing my own expectations. What you're about to put yourself through is going to be horrible and every bit of horrible. And, uh, if you're not super passionate about what you're doing, there's no way you'll stick with it. And they couldn't have been more right. I mean, uh, you know, starting a business is, uh, I think Elon Musk said, uh, it's like chewing glass and staring into the abyss. That's pretty- That's one way to put it. Pretty close to accurate, so. Um, but you, you get great people around you you, you're doing something you really believe in, making sports more accessible, giving more kids the opportunities we were fortunate enough to have. And um, it's hard not to get up every day fired up. How is that working? How, I mean, I get the products. I get the products and then the lifestyle and then the fashion, the lifestyle brand. How is that? How is making a better ball or making better sticks, getting more kids the opportunity to play? Talk about how you've tied that in. Yeah, so there's a couple different ways, but with everything we're doing, it's really designed to uh, free up program directors to focus on running the program and, and coaching the coaches and getting more kids involved. Um, and really the products are designed to give kids the best probability of having a good experience with the sport and getting the balls as an example the players get significantly more reps when they use our balls. So you get more reps, you're gonna get better faster with the same amount of practice time. The quick connect goal, you're not sitting on a field stringing goal for two hours. You're playing for those two hours and stringing for five minutes. The stick, it's game ready right off the shelf. You don't have to go get it strung by a, a, your local stringer before you can go and use the product. Um, and then the on-demand uniforms and team store, I mean, we, we save program directors 50 to 100 hours a year. We turn their biggest expense on their P&L into a revenue stream and completely eliminate it as an expense. That frees up capital for them to do scholarships for kids who really need it. Um, and then the marketing that these uh, programs get as a result of our on-demand team stores. So. The traditional team store is two week pop up window, then it goes down and your parents and players just can't order any custom branded uh, fan gear. And with ours, it's 24 seven, 365. Um, we're doing, you know, Christmas specials. We're doing July 4th t-shirts. We're doing things that uh, kids are gonna be repping these programs um, all throughout the year. And when they're at, their friend's birthday party and their friend asked, well, what's, how do you get that? And that's how I ended up playing lacrosse. My buddy had a sweet pair of lacrosse shorts. I wanted them. And he said, the only way you get them is if you play lacrosse. And I said, sign me up. So 
really everything we're doing is designed around how can we how can we get more kids activated, more kids playing? That is awesome. Fascinating story. Incredible journey you've been on. For our folks watching or listening who want to learn more about Signature Lacrosse, Signature Athletics, or even the Capital Raise, full disclosure, we're not making any investment recommendations on this podcast. Where is the best place for them to go to learn more? Uh, if you go to SignatureLacrosse.com, or you go to Dan Soviero on LinkedIn. You can connect with me, message me directly. Um, and uh, yeah, it's been an incredible pod. I really appreciate you having me. All right. This has been Seth Green with Dan Soviero of Signature Lacrosse. Dan, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, Seth. Thanks, everybody, for watching or listening. And we'll see or talk to you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text pitch to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.